Welcome everybody to episode number 43 of Biting the Bullet Podcast. Um, I'm joined with my two co-hosts as always, Jared. What's up? And Typo. hey And we have a very special guest today, um, Boogaloo Jukebox on Instagram. He's uh, He's got a couple stories for us, to, or a story for us today that's, uh, you know, not something you really hear about a whole lot. And then we're going to actually start the show out with the uh, Colorado rally, the Second Amendment rally. But thanks for joining us, BJ. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> hey there's there's keeping with fucking tradition right there. I like it. Uh, Came in hot. With, all right, so uh, all right, yeah, we'll get we'll get this started. What's everybody What's everybody drinking? Jared, you drinking anything? Water? No, nah, I'm not drinking anything. Uh, Type, <laughs> Typo, what are you drinking? Coors Light. BJ. Come on, it's all about that yellow belly Coors banquet, baby. There it is. The fucking champagne right now. And I'm yeah. sitting oh, yeah. I'm sitting over here with an 805, you know. Dude, all right. The one good thing to come out of uh, California is 805. That that shit's fucking fire. Definitely. Yeah, 805 is good. Yeah, I like de- 805. That's 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 our uh, beer when we get the chance to buy it. So. <laughs> uh, mine's, mine's still a bat blue. That's just oh, Yeah. yeah was upstate New York, man. It's fucking bat blue is the shit. <laughs> You know what? Everybody that's tried that fucking beer down here that's never tried it before fucking loves it. Yeah. It's amazing. When I went care package. Oh yeah. <laughs> when yeah. I went when I went to Canada, I got some Labatt Blue and it was better in Canada. So oh, I bet it was actually. I hundred percent believe it. <laughs> I missed that. God damn it. Yeah. Going to total wine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, so let's let's get this thing started with the uh, the Second Amendment rally. They're pretty big right now and yeah. for good reason. Um, so how was the one in, uh, Loveland, Colorado? It was, it was very good. Um, I was not, I was kind of expecting it to be very small. Um, like I thought it was just going to be like the group of people that I was going with and like a couple of buds here and there. But, um, it was like a, if I had a guess, it was probably around like 300 people showed up. Um, and I, it was a pretty good mix. So there was a lot of like the Boogaloo boys who showed up. I showed up with a group of 16. Uh, we all met through uh, Libertarian Renegades uh, Snapchat groups. Um, highly recommend doing that if you guys have not done that yet. But anyway, showed up there, um, and it was kind of awkward at first. Like, we were all standing in the median and, like, full kit, and, like, all these cars are driving by and, like, just watching people's reaction to, like, a bunch of 20-something-year-old dudes and, like, a couple of in there, like, full fucking kit, helmet, plates, all that shit. There was a kid with nods. Some dude had an NG42 there. Like, there's a South African um, fucking shit. Was it R4? That thing was tight. But, yeah, no, it was a great turnout. Um, and we actually had a, a couple – we had one uh, congressional candidate there who showed up. And he actually told me, like, yeah, I, uh, I brought my Glock with me today. But if, uh, if I would have known everyone else was bringing their stuff, I would have brought my AR and all that stuff, too. So that was pretty cool to hear him say that. Um, I forget his name. but That's pretty then, dope, though. Ah, yeah. fuck me. Still a lizard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we don't care. No, I'm just kidding. That is pretty dope. That's like, yeah. yeah. You, you uh, see that every now and then. Oh, a quick question before we uh we continue on that. Uh, are yeah. you you got are you wearing? Okay, Boogaloo kicks off tomorrow. Are you putting a helmet on? 
Fuck no. Awesome. <laughs> Dude, fuck that. I'm like, I, I saw a couple like, dudes that were wearing them at the Arizona rally because I went to with uh, uh, went to that with uh, Bloody Revolutions, mm-hmm. and uh, more or less like I broke my hand and I've been sitting on my ass for a week. So he yelled at me to go. Yeah, yeah. No, I would. But I saw a I bunch would... of dudes in fucking helmets, and I was talking to them, and I was like, "You're actually like, like boo boo pops off tomorrow. Are you wearing that? Like, yeah, man. I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> no. Like, Terrible like, experience. Honestly, most of the shit that you're gonna be doing if the boogaloo does kick off, well, if um, like you're probably just gonna be fucking dicking around, thumb up your ass, you know, like looking for food, all that shit. I'm um, wearing my car heart. Gonna slow you the fuck down, and your neck is gonna hurt. Like, like I've worn that fucking shitty like um, military issue ones and stuff like. Like, I don't know. Dude, they actually tried. They tried. They like we don't even get like the the like straps for the fucking the, like go on your head. It's all like foam padding. It doesn't fucking yeah. matter. You know, I think yeah. weighs a couple fucking pounds. You wear it on your fucking head for a yeah. while. Like, <laughs> oh, it's, no. it's a rough day. Yeah, it, it doesn't really do that much. Place. Yeah. Um, and also, like your whole fucking face is a target. Like, it's only really stopping like two inch. If someone's looking at you like face to face, like it only stops like two inches uh, if it's rated for that. So like your whole it's one of the most uh, it's one of the most recognizable uh, recognizable features in a combat landscape for when you're yeah. doing observation. Like a helmet is almost instantaneously recognizable for trying yeah. to spot an opposing force. Yeah, that's um, that's, that observation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and also too like just seeing rifles and shit too is pretty obvious, but also not as obvious as a helmet, I guess. Oh man, you'd be amazed at how well a rifle can blend in. Yeah. yeah that's cool. And you can always you can always use some surrounding uh, forest or whatever whatever you're in to uh, make it a little bit easier to blend in. Yeah, you'll see. Trust me, you'll see you'll see a helmet before you see a fucking rifle. Yeah. Uh, Quick off topic: What's your guys' favorite camo, excluding the uh, Rhodesian brushstroke? Because that's a hot one now. But like, what's your favorite camo? Dude, honestly. I, I, I like, yeah, I like Marpat. Yeah. Marpat's actually a really good camo, both desert and woodland. A little yeah, bias yeah. on that one, but like, I, I still know, think it's like, the best. Yeah, like, I, I mean, you can say that. Like, I played, I like, we did Op 4 in woodland in fucking, like, combat training and shit, and it's hard as fuck to see people, even in, like, full kit with fucking rifles and machine guns and helmets and fucking, like, trying to spot Marpat in, like, a, like a northern fucking forested area. Yeah is fucking difficult and then yeah. the desert like you could fucking lose dudes when we were patrolling both in oh, yeah. nine palms or afghanistan like that shit that shit with just coyote like does pretty fucking good yeah, oh, yeah. and it's no, everywhere southern california area so like i was pretty close to like the anzabrego desert and you'd see those dudes who playing military out there and stuff yeah they're pretty hard to see as well uh, for me, my favorite though has to be M eighty one camo, the uh, original woodland. Oh, oh no, BDU, oh, like yeah. the regular, yeah. like normal BDU fucking woodland camo. Uh huh. Yeah, that shit's that shit's yeah, that shit works too. That yeah, it was great. good. It was good when we had it. <laughs> there was a reason we used it for so long. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh yeah, it's simple and it's everywhere too. It's cheap. You can get really cheap. Yeah, yeah. works for fucking hunting. Mm hmm. Uh, getting back to the Loveland rally, um, there was. A bunch of people there, uh, like in full kit. I was like totally surprised by how many people were in kit. Uh, that was really good to see. And there was some pretty good signs. I think my favorite sign that I saw at the rally was this kid who was holding up a sign that said, uh, bring back mango pods. I, I was, 
fucking funny. I was just about to fucking bring that up because I saw it on your page, and I was like, that is fucking hilarious. Yeah, that's like the most liked photo from the rally, I think, so far. Have you guys, like, looked through all those photos that I got there? Uh, I was looking through them. I don't think the other two got to see them, though. Nah. Yeah, I maybe I saw it in passing here or there and fucking yeah. IG or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, my whole, like, the, my goal for at the rally was to document as much of this stuff as I possibly could. Um, cause I'm like kind of into photography. I'm not like a total photography nerd, but I have a decent camera. Um, so I wanted to try to document as much of it as I could. Uh, and like, there was a point where I was wearing a fucking M40 gas mask, just like rolling around, taking photos of people. Um, and then I was fucking getting hot. So I took that shit off. But <laughs> <laughs> I got some pretty damn good photos. Um, I think my favorite photo that I took, was this one it was like after like so we all i got all the the boogaloo boys together um and we like lined up and there's this big lake behind us so we all lined up in front of this lake and i took a photo and i told everyone all right let's let's see your wolverines so everyone fucking lifted the rifles up above their heads um just to because like you couldn't really see the the rifles in the photo um and i wanted to kind of show like hey this is like this is like what you're up against um and i'm really upset that you didn't do mongooses just (laughs) (laughs) Um, but so they all raised them up and then, um, got that photo and, and then I took, uh, like the group, like a core group that I hang out with a lot. Uh, we went down a uh, shout out to the Southern Colorado group. Um, I went down to like the edge of the lake and I had them all fucking mongoose it up with the rifles above their heads. Does that make you feel better? Yeah, a little bit. I have a fucking really weak <laughs> constitution. All right. It's little things in life. <laughs> <laughs> So we took that photo, um, and I, that one was my favorite. I don't know. It's just like it, it all turned out really well. Um, and then while I was taking that photo, someone else snagged a picture of me, like, kneeling down, taking a photo of them. Um, and, like, I don't know. That was fucking tight to see, like, me in action. That one right there, yeah. Oh, that's nice. And dude, Pearl's Luke's, Luke's doing great right now. Luke's fucking, dude, our fucking, like, production values this show's gone on. And, like, yeah. this kind of shit. This didn't happen, like, ten episodes ago. <laughs> oh, fucking Google it, bitch. Like, fuck you think this is. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll link these, well, I'll link your page in the show notes, but um, I'll see if I can get, like, actual URLs for these so you, they can see them, see what we're talking about. That one of you fucking, like, taking the picture, that's pretty dope. Yeah. That's um, pretty sweet. And then that one of everybody that, or like the majority of the people there all kitted out and shit. Like that's, that's a sweet picture. Yeah. There's a, there's another good one um, where I'm like standing in a, I had a, I gave my camera to this other dude. Um, Damn. That's a nice ass fuck. What was that? Is that a Galil? Uh, that was the uh, South African R4. Oh Jesus. Uh, Go back to that bitch. I just want to fucking gun porn on that real quick. <laughs> um, oh damn. But, that's fucking nice. Yeah. So that dude that has that, um, check out my page if you want to see this photo or check the show notes. But uh, he has uh, a company where he resells um, items from South Africa, uh, like mostly military stuff. Um, and he also makes uh, Rhodesian brushstroke holsters. Um, so I forget. That's one of those, like, that's just one of those, like, really dope-ass fucking firearms that you just don't see. Like, if you scroll through these photos, you'll see one of the dude with, like, an MG42. Total Chad, but he was fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> He shows up to a fucking 2A rally with a full giggle uh, fucking MG42. It's pretty tight. Um, but yeah, there's another photo um, that was taken of me uh, where I'm standing on a median with one of my buddies. And uh, I'm, we're holding up like the uh, original Gadsden, uh, like the black, uh, the black and white bars with the fucking snake on it. 
and uh, I'm wearing my M40, and there's a fucking tyrant rolling right by as soon as this photo was taken. It was like perfect timing. Oh, that's dope. Is it? Is it on here? Yeah. Uh, go down a little more. Sorry, the listeners are probably losing their shit right now. Right. Yeah, they'll be all right. Ah, fuck them. I'm just kidding. Love you guys. <laughs> uh, oh, there's also a dude in a fucking Adidas tracksuit that was uh, mar- or, uh, multicam. That photo that's right my, that's yeah, that my boy. <laughs> that's one of mine. I'll take it. I, I claim him. You should keep his knuckles, man. It says his knuckles could live free or die. That was oh, yeah, dude. fucking sad. We're getting that guy on. We're getting that guy on. <laughs> dude, what is – do we have a handle? Like, I want – Yeah, yeah I'll, send, I'll send you his uh, – I'll send you that. <laughs> That's fucking dope. But so this whole, there's like quite a few people at this thing, man. So you said 300? Uh, that's like my guess. Um, yeah, I, somewhere around there. Uh, there's definitely like more than 100 people on Kit for sure. Uh, that's fucking dope. Yeah. Uh, and if you go on my page too, you'll see some of the meetups that I've done with the uh, Libertarian Renegade groups. Uh, it's just a fucking great time. It's, a, it's like a little sketchy. Um, but like yeah, that guy's definitely a fucking Chad. Jesus Christ! Oh yeah, he, he, <laughs> just looking at him, I'm like, uh. If uh, I tagged him in that post, uh, excuse me. If you go to his page, there's a video of him uh, letting that thing go free. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to look at that a little bit later. But that's fucking. I mean, these pictures are freaking sweet. Nice. There it is. There's yeah, the fucking yeah. <laughs> rolling by right there. That's fucking dope. fucking floral pattern fucking jacket <laughs> in the back. I like it. Digging it. Yeah. Yo, so how did, how was the, uh, like, how were the cops there? Was there a lot, like, around, or were they just moseying by, or what? Nothing at all. There was, like, three what? cops by that I saw. One Yo, cop- we got, like, snipers on the roof and shit. Like, <laughs> got, like, stacked, like, three teams at, like, different angled roofs. Yeah, apparently one of the cops, like, stopped by and was talking to us, and he's like, hey, like, just try to keep out of the median. It's, like, a safety thing. Um <laughs> And like he's credit, he's really cool. What I, um, and he said like, yeah, if I wasn't fucking on duty, I'd grab my AR-15 and my Hawaiian shirt and join you guys. But I'm on. Yeah, duty. <laughs> dude, I'm yeah, telling you, dude. man. I know, I know a lot of our uh, listeners are fucking like hardcore anarchists, but I lived in a fucking hick town in one of the worst gulag states in the country, dude. Uh-huh. There's a lot of those small town deputies that be about it, like. Yeah. And then there's small town deputies that try to fucking arrest you for being in a fire yeah. station. We'll get to that later. Oh no, hundred percent. There's that too, 100%. But there oh, is, God. you're going to like, you know, you know, hypothetically. No, I've definitely cool cops. Like not yeah. all of them are assholes. Like that whole like, oh, Akbat, like, I don't know. Like I get yeah. behind that, but also too, like some of them fucking join when they're 19. Exactly. And, it's the same, same thing about military. Yeah. Dude, I don't what, we need to be one of guys, but I almost fucking joined. <laughs> yeah. Join. I got medically denied, but yeah, I was gonna be a corpsman. Dude, no. that fucking docs. You gotta love our docs, man. Yeah, you yeah. can't hate doc. I mean, <laughs> docs trying to kill people that Eddie Gallagher be killing. You know, <laughs> save people that Eddie Gallagher. Be I was like, damn, that, that's Bro. just like a double negative. Bro, I don't know, man. But uh, <laughs> no, nah, man. Uh, yeah, fucking cops. Anyway, yeah, dude, we had like snipers and shit. Fucking cops okay. were out there, like fucking gear like yeah. we're also a big city so it kind of yeah. it's like kind of yeah, no, that makes sense yeah we also had we also had a couple thousand people there were there were quite a few surprising for an arizona rally i figure most people like fucking arizona who cares like, yeah it's fucking arizona oh uh so before we all fucking met up at this rally the rally started at one o'clock uh, a big group there's like 16 of us showed up at chili's um and we were originally 
gonna go to- <laughs> <laughs> fucking bivouac at chili <laughs> uh, but we said ah uh, IHOP was crowded as fuck. You're like, yeah, let's just not put get on because that's going to just make it a bigger thing than it is. Uh, but after we finished eating, there was this big fucking like sign that said love um, next to the visitor center that was like right next to the Chili's we were at. So we all kitted up and there's these fucking people in the parking lot, dude. Like, what the fuck is going on? Losing <laughs> their shit, like recording videos. I'm pretty sure like most of them called the cops on us. Um, that's hilarious it's a pretty good photo there's like 16 of us and we're all uh, most of us are in kit everyone has a, a firearm at least and uh in front of this big ass love so i thought it'd be like ironic uh, i mean it's not ironic it i don't know what it is but yeah it's actually like very par for the course <laughs> yeah. like i thought it'd be a good statement to take a photo in front of that yeah no that's good i mean these pictures are fucking dope dude and uh like i said we're obviously all your stuff's gonna be in the show notes but uh for all the listeners out there you guys gotta go look at this because they're pretty dope i love the one of the the skipping the guys skipping together that's fucking yeah, awesome. that was, we were on our like the rally just ended um and we all like we're starting to leave and i told two of my buddies like hey faggots hold hands and skip and uh, <laughs> And they fucking started skipping and uh, snapped that photo. That was a pretty clutch one. Yeah. Well, in Colorado, it's just so beautiful. So, like that, especially like that uh, one picture you have up here, it's the old, older lady with the Statue the, of Liberty the, American flag. Yeah. So, she, um, fuck, I forgot exact. She is um, one of the dudes from Rally for Rights was there. He, like, organized a big chunk of it. Uh, I think all of it, actually. But um, he messaged me after the fact and said that she's, like, the wife of a senator or some shit like that oh yeah i see the comment right here uh she's the wife of a colorado house re- house representative yeah um, that's fucking dope yeah, so that was, i didn't know that until after i posted that photo and he commented on it um so that was pretty cool that just like gives you a show like we had a, a couple of politicians there uh we had a couple of fucking like we had her and like there's a pretty good diversity in the crowd too there's uh, a bunch of women holding up signs saying like gun rights or women's rights um shit like that uh which was really cool to see that's awesome yeah, yeah because everybody just wants to make it a white male thing but it's obviously yeah, not yeah. and i don't know if the same one where the dude's holding up the uh bring back nango pods there's another kid right next to him holding up a sign that says fuck racism too oh yeah i saw that that i yeah. mean that's like i mean that's fucking smart on him <laughs> yeah yeah you probably saw what the outcome came of the Virginia rallies, how they just all got labeled as white supremacists. Cause that's like yeah. the fuck narrative, man. All these it's, like militia. It's really groups. bad when you're showing pictures of like three different ethnicities in it. And you're like fucking white supremacists. Like what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like, the is a fucking Pepe the frog on a like patch on some dudes, like uh plate carrier is like his fucking shoulder or some shit. Like that, that's not what it's really about. And I was surprised too, at this rally, I only saw two Trump flags. There's only two people holding up flags that said Trump. And there's like a couple shirts here and there. Um, but they specifically meant, like said in the, the rallies, like fucking page on Facebook, like no anarchy flags. That's going to work out well. Uh, no anarchy <laughs> flags, no fucking uh, Trump flags, no communist flags, none of that stuff. Um, and my boy, Seaburn, uh, Boog Boy, uh, if you – fucking don't follow him you're wrong he has a lot of really good information about seaburn stuff just like on your own like he talks about the coronavirus he talks about pretty much all seaburn um, no, i heard he's i heard he's a chick so <laughs> no he's a, he's a he yeah i know <laughs> uh, i don't know about that <laughs> okay um 
I guess you'll have to whip it out and show me next time. <laughs> yeah, that's, he was, that's that's a compromise. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, he was there with the fucking uh Bloody Revolutions Betsy Ross Anarchy flag. Uh and that was fucking tight. Oh, he was up there? Yeah, no, no he was um he was he's holding up the anarchy flag uh in one of those photos. Oh, that's dope. I didn't know it. I honestly didn't. Well, he was in Texas. That's what I think. And then, or something. I don't know. Maybe he's always been in Colorado. I don't there's fucking like, know. There's like two big Seaburn pages. Um, there's like Seaburn Boot Boy, and I forget the other one. Um, I always but, talk to Seaburn Boot Boy, but I don't think I ever fucking asked him where he was at. <laughs> yeah, you guys should definitely have him on the show. He's a fucking cool dude. I know. I keep, <laughs> we've wanted to get him on. Well, we talked about it when I first started talking to him. Uh, shut the fuck up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's gonna talk so much shit. Yeah, we're in a he's in a group chat with us, so he's just gonna like shit on us and when he hears this episode. Yeah. Good. And yeah, then I'm probably send us dick pics. So Yeah, oh cool. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, sorry, I'm I'm kinda using this to plug some of my, my homies. Uh, yeah, you're good, dude. I don't care. Yeah. Um anyways, yeah, the fucking the rally was a great turnout for what it was. Um and I am very stoked that I went. I had to drive a fucking long ways to get there. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was definitely worth it. Well, that's, I mean, that's fucking awesome. I mean, we're glad to see, like, these Second Amendment rallies popping up everywhere. And we yeah. I always try and share them on our Instagram. And they pop up on our Facebook and stuff like that. And they get reshared and on Twitter and everything else. So it, it, mm-hmm. anytime you see any or, like, somewhere else, just send them, send it my way and I'll fucking repost it. I repost every single one I get, so. Yeah, yeah, dude, yeah, it's one thing to sit behind a computer and bitch about, oh, the goddamn government's taking my wife away. But, like, once you start getting out there and doing shits when you can fucking, you know, that's, like, when you start to actually make a statement instead of yeah. a computer screen. Exactly. Yeah. I, well, got to make, I got to make a, a Romanian immigrant with a Romanian original fucking AK fucking chuckle. That, that, was, my, that was my highlight of the fucking Arizona rally. We started talking to him. Me and Bloody Revolutions were hanging out, uh, handing out uh, fucking free magazines. And uh, we started fucking talking to him as he handed him one. And uh, he's like, you know, it's like real revolution, you know, back, like back in the 80s. You know, they come after you. You're going to have to fight like the government. And I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, are you ready for that? I was like, uh, what I say? I was like. Oh man, I got I got I got shot at for way less, man. It'd be alright. <laughs> and he was just like, he was like, oh, I'm like, yes, <laughs> fucking greatest That's moment. Fucking but like, yeah, I met that dude there. That was fucking. That guy was like the most non-fun fucking dude. Cause like, <laughs> I'll, I'll take like probably like twenty percent of like the younger guys doing kit and shit. Like, you might be, you might think you're about it until you're actually like about yeah. it. Oh, dude, but like, you- but like that dude, been about it, been done, had money, fucking just like, no, you're not doing this again. <laughs> like, just fucking straight up. I was like, oh, oh yeah. God. I was like, dude, you're a CIA. It does pop off, if it does pop off, I'm probably going to fucking shit my pants and have a whole new fucking. That's like, a normal reaction. Don't be ashamed yeah. of that. That's, that's. I'm not, I'm not. Like, I feel like I can handle, like, from the situations I've been in, in the past, like I handle stress very well. Um, and I don't know though. I think having bolts whizzing overhead, like I've had some intentionally whizzing over my head, but having like them intentionally being fired towards me, wasn't over my head. Like, yeah, that's, uh, that's something that's going to like up a bit. full grown, like fully trained U S Marines shit themselves sometimes. Okay. Like, Dude, like, and those dudes went through like friends from high school or in, uh, like 
a lot of these motherfuckers scored like 90s on the ASVAB. I scored like a 76, but a lot of these fucks are hey. like smartest people I know. Fucking 0311 grunts. It's like, dude, what the fuck are you doing, man? Oh, that's that's what the infantry is. Uh, we said it on the <laughs> show. Uh, the infantry is a really like good blend of <laughs> both some of the smartest people you'll ever meet in your fucking life and some of the biggest fucking retards that have oh, yeah. ever washed the face of the planet. Like, yeah. straight, don't even know how to wick the fuck, lick the fucking window. Like, <laughs> hard. Yeah. <laughs> and it's usually about that fucking... Like, we had a scout sniper that was... Uh, he was an 0311. He was a rifleman. He was a scout sniper. But he had a master's in bioengineering. What the fuck? I'm like, what in the fuck are you doing? He's Dude, like, yeah. leave him alone. He has autism. All right. Dude, and that guy was scary. Like, I was <laughs> like, oh, God. Like, that dude was like, that guy would probably, if he didn't join the Marine Corps, probably have been a serial killer. Like, yeah. well, very calm, like, very concealed. In his, I saw him yell at a boot once, and it, was, it scared me. I was like, ooh. I was like, I was some rank. <laughs> he, was only, he was a sergeant. I was a corporal. I was like, ugh. I was yeah. Yeah, what am I, like, this dude that pretty much raised, like, my, so, fuck you, Typo, for having two parents, but, uh, like, some of my fucking biggest fatherly figures in my life were not my dad. Um, two of them were Marines. That sucks, dude. My neighbors. <laughs> but uh, one of them was, like, a fucking, well, he was 0311 during the Gulf War. I spoke to Motor, uh, Motor T, and he retired as a first sergeant. And another one, he, like, joined fucking Marine Corps straight out of high school. Um and he joined fucking recon and then uh, he joined first green raiders and that dude retired as like a as a gunny no master gun some shit like that i forget exactly what it, he was um, but like these are the two guys that like taught me how to shave they're fucking like my mom worked fucking long hours and my dad did get home and just go to the garage and drink um so i just go over and hang out with their kids and hang out with them and they'd always fucking feed me and shit and like once i started they taught me how to drive how to fucking shave like all know. that shit. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I lived in Oceanside for fucking 20 years. I mean, I don't know if Jesus. you Jesus. So, don't even fucking. Ooh. You're basically a Marine, dude. dude. <laughs> fucking. I lived in Oceanside. I was, I was pretty much a fucking Marine. You know what's, fucking, <laughs> you know what's fucking sad, though? Is, like, if you go there from, like, 29 Palms, you're like, oh, Oceanside is pretty nice. This ain't that bad. Like, this is... <laughs> I'd be all right with this outside my base. This is a great place. Like, Yo, no for fucking real. beach. Like, yeah. there's a beach. There's <laughs> more than two bars in the whole fucking yeah. town. This is amazing. Yeah. No, I, so, local is called Oceanside Ocean Slime. Uh, yeah. Fucking on par name for what it is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so I lived in Oceanside fucking like, no, I lived there for 18 years. I moved out when I was 18 um, and I moved to Julian. Uh, this is going to be my segue. Perfect segue. Perfect, dude. You say. do that better than we do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so I moved to fucking Julian, California. Um, to give you like an idea, it's about 2,000 people year round. Uh, in the summertime, like the population ramps up pretty high. It, it gets to about like three. Um, and this town, pretty much, it's like a no stops, no stoplight town. It's like one stop sign town. Um, and everything shuts down except for like three restaurants at five o'clock. Uh, and then all the restaurants, except for one restaurant shuts down at like eight o'clock. And then there's one place, it's like called Julian Brewing Company. They got some good fucking beer and some good goddamn pizza. So if you ever find yourself in the area, check that place out. 
Um, but I believe it. Yeah, so it's a super small, super quiet town, um, but it's a very high tourist population or destination. Um, it's just like one of those old like m- like mining mountain towns. Um, so fucking during the like Saturdays, Sundays, there's gonna be a huge fucking line of traffic going through this town, um, and there's a there's like quite a few summer camps there. Um, which brings in a lot of people. And then also Anzabrega Desert, which is like another big attraction, is like just down the road. So there's always fucking people rolling through. Um, And I lived there for, I think, about a year and a half. Um, And one of my good buddies, like I met some of the best fucking friends in my life when I was out there. Like we all kind of made that like switch from like neocon fucking Trump supporting thin blue line boot licking ass like Republican to like what we are now like all at the same time. Um, and they had a fucking a dope ranch. Uh, they had like 60 acres there. So we'd always fucking shoot shit. But one of my good buddies, he, um, uh, his dad worked for the fire department and they needed some volunteers. And I got a call from him one day. He's like, Hey, I signed you up. You're going to have an interview on uh, Friday, uh, with the volunteer fire department. Oh, cool. All right. Sounds good to me. Um, like didn't even ask me beforehand. Um, and I went in, fucking told him, like, all kinds of shit about me, you know, yada, yada, yada. Like, I want to join this. Like, because I, I had been thinking about it before, but um, I didn't graduate high school. So uh, it was kind of like a, oh, I don't know if they'll fucking take me type thing. But they took me in, so that was fucking cool. Um, and I went through the academy, which I'm a fucking big dude. Like, I'm, I'm six foot, not like big tall, but like big, like fat. Uh, I'm like six foot. And at the time, I was like 230. 230 pounds uh, so I was the fattest motherfucker in this academy uh, and I was struggling like a motherfucker but like we had these motherfuckers who were like in very good physical shape and I was like they were fucking dropping out of our runs and like all this other shit it's like what the fuck dude like I'm not e- like I'm struggling but I'm still fucking going um, but anyways I passed through the academy um, and at the time there has there had been a lot of political stuff going on um, pretty much like this is a long fucking story, but, uh, what, what, what year is this? What year is this? This was 2018. Okay. Uh, no, and what's, and what's, what's the fire department's name for people? Uh, as we sorry, can go yeah, on. We'll yeah. abbreviate it later, but yeah. So the, uh, the name of the fire department is the joint queen uh, fire protection district. Um, and for short, we all just call it JCFPD. Um, and it's pretty much, it was like founded in the eighties. Um, and it was originally the Julian fire department. And then there was a separate fire department called the Cuyamaca department. Um, and they merged, I forget what year they merged together, but it, they covered a pretty big area. So we had two to two stations. Um, there was one that was like in main street and there was one next to Lake Cuyamaca, which is like about 12 miles down the road. Um, so, um, what happened was pretty much the board, um, it was like your traditional volunteer department where like people get paged out, um, on their pagers or their fucking, they hear over the radio and they'll show up to the department and hop in an apparatus and take it out. Um, so pretty much whoever got there first got to fucking drive, but they made a shift after they built a new station, um, where it was more of like a, a pay department where we had people on staff. We had at least like five to like five people minimum. 24 seven at the department. Um, so our fire coverage and fire service got way better. Like our response times drop significantly. Um, and we were fucking kick ass. Um, and the old board like 
had a meeting with uh, County Supervisor Diane Jacobs. Total fucking cunt. Hate that bitch to death. Like, fuck her. Um, just so you know. Um, but so they had a meeting with her, and she pretty much wanted to have San Diego County um, take over all of the fire service in, uh, in San Diego County. Uh, after the Cedar Fire, which was like the largest fire in state history since, uh, up until the Paradise Fire. Did that, then that Cedar Fire didn't affect your county at all, right? Oh, no, this Cedar Fire was fucking, it started like, I think five miles outside of our district and it, it hit our community pretty hard. Very, very hard. Yeah, it okay. burned down like entire communities. Um, and fortunately, there's only a, a couple of deaths. Uh, like it could have been a lot worse. Um, I, I forget the number. I don't want to make up a number. Uh, but there was a couple like civilian deaths and then there was one firefighter death. Um, but it, it destroyed this whole fucking community. And uh, this is what really like made the shift to our department was we saw what happened in the Cedar Fire. So we started uh, like, okay, well, we need to get a new station. And they uh, finished the new station, I think 2016. Um, <coughs> and uh, we got all kinds of new equipment and or apparatus and um, like vehicles and all that stuff and all brand new equipment. Um, so we were like really, for what we were for a volunteer department, like not to fucking say volunteer departments suck, but like for the department that we were for not being like sponsored, like funded, directly from the county like we were doing really good we had a 50 dollars tax for each property owner each year and then when we built the new station they added another 50 dollars until the station was paid off um so we i we had about 11 different uh vehicles we had two type one engines which are like structure fire engines we had a, a wildland engine we had two rescues we had two ambulances we had a patrol vehicle which is like a, a fast attack um and a bunch of different like battalion chief cars and shit like that. Um, but anyways, the board decided that they didn't think that the county should, or that we should be in charge of fire service for this area. So they started to make these things and pretty much they had a meeting behind closed doors um, with Diane Jacobs, which violates the uh, Brown Act. Pretty right. much it's anything that has to do with public funds has to be an open forum meeting. Um, and they were like trying to make these moves to shut down our department and let the county take over. And uh, I'm kind of summarizing a lot of this, but um, we like filed uh, multiple lawsuits and we actually had a petition that got enough signatures to go to a vote. Um, and this vote was like kind of a fucking big deal in the area. And um, like even the Cal Fire like union got involved with it. And like they started putting up all these signs, like just yes on measure A, like which was to yes on measure A for better fire protection, which they didn't specify how their fire protection would be better. A um, bunch of shit like that. Um, and oh, so was, the like, union, the union was against you guys. Oh, big time. The Cal, because we're. I mean, that makes sense. Wait, are you telling me the union sided with the government? <laughs> what? <Yeah>. No. <laughs> In California? <laughs> no. <laughs> um so we had this vote and it was when we got the elections it was devastating um we lost by like 200 votes um and a lot of it was we took some like we took a closer look we filed some like um i forget what they were called but pretty much just to like see the foyos the freedom of information act yeah 
Um, so we were just trying to see like where these people were voting from. And there was fuckers voting from New Jersey, Colorado, Oregon, like what the fuck? Yeah. And then there was also around, I'd say probably 50 people who were, who reached out to us saying like, Hey, I never got a ballot for this and I'm a fucking property owner out here. Um, so that's when like, we had known that there was some shady shit going on. Um, but that's like what really started to open up my eyes. Um, and like we filed a, a grievance on it. Um, and it, we took it to court and judge Rhonda trap ended up voting in favor of us saying like, yeah, there is a violation of the Brown act. So everything from that meeting behind closed doors on is null and void. And you guys have to elect a new board right now. Um, so we were actually having a meeting when we got this phone call, we were all having like our last like ride pretty much. It was our last day that we thought we were going to be covering for our community. Yeah. That was, uh, that's like, like when you look it up, uh, that's one of the things that pops up was it's like a news story about you guys doing your last ride and it shows like your little parade, like the not little parade, Uh but your parade of vehicles going through the town and things like that. And then, uh, you guys getting that call and them talking about how it was null and void a violation of the Brown act because it was uh, public funds that were yep. talked about behind closed doors. And it's actually like, it's kind of surprising that the news said all this, but they still paint somehow. I don't know how every news story that type one I watched, it still like makes you guys seem like the bad guys. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. They, so the reason why, uh, because Cal fire had a huge, huge part in this because of the union and they wanted more people to have more jobs. Um, so Cal Fire had very big conflict of interest involved with all this. Um, like Cal Fire, if you look up Cal Fire's fucking duties and responsibilities, what, what do you think they are when, they, when you hear Cal Fire? Like they are the guys who fight wildland firefighting. They're, yeah, that's they, what it sounds know. like, wildland that's firefighters. Their, that's their fucking job. And they're trying to not even put San Diego County firefighters in there. They're trying to put Cal Fire firefighters in there to do jobs of like – going on the scene for traffic collisions, going to your grandmother who had a heart attack. They're trying to do shit like that when they're wildland firefighters, which that's not really what they should be doing. Um, so on top of all this too, like we, um, we were having our last ride and um, we like went through town and we had all of our apparatus except for um, our ambulance, which was on a call actually. Um, and, we rolled, we rode through town. We came back. We had this huge potluck. Like our chief like gave us a lot of like really good, like, uh, talks and stuff like that. Um, one quote that he said that like, I've heard a couple times in my life, but then that's like really stuck with me. Is, smooth sealer, smooth seas never make for good safety. Um, and that's something that's like fucking, I kind of like live by, you know, it's like not, not the age of the car. It's about the miles on the car. Yeah. Um, but anyways, as we're having this, one of our fucking board members gets a call from our uh, attorney and pretty much said, hey, everything that the previous board did is null and void. You guys are good to fucking go. Like, we're back in. We're fucking good. They can't touch us. So we were all, like, on this fucking, like, hell yeah. We were just super stoked. Um, and uh, we had the talks of having another academy and having a lot of us do training and all this stuff. Um, and the next day, um, one of our fucking engineers, most people said like, Hey, like, cause I was on duty. A couple of my buddies were on duty. He tells us pretty much like, Hey, 
shit's going to go down tomorrow. I don't know exactly what it's going to be. It might make national news. Like, just be ready. And we're like, okay, what the fuck is going on? Um, and pretty much there's this like organization called LATCO. I forget what the acronym stands for, but it's pretty much just about like munis- small municipal uh, like organizations and stuff. So it has to deal with water companies, like stuff like that, fire departments. They were having... Oh, say that again. Say that again real quick. You broke up for a little bit. Okay. Uh, where'd you lose me at? Uh, LATCO. Okay. Pretty much it's just like the small... Uh, communities like public works uh, organization um, that meets with the county Um, and they were going to have a vote on whether or not to dissolute us or not regardless of what the judge said Um, so pretty much just like fuck what the judge said we're going to do our own thing Um, and that's and uh, so I took one of our apparatuses to my work and like where I live and pretty much told me like hey only respond to calls if we get dispatched or only like come out of where you are unless we get dispatched there because we were still responding to calls. And um, he told me to keep my eyes out for a LAFCO uh, like C-SPAN and watch it. And I was sitting um, at my house in our fucking rescue. Like I was in uniform and everything because I was on duty um, and it was pretty early in the morning and I was watching this and I got paged out to a call, which was in Queen Macca, which is like, it's a pretty, pretty big ways, but there's a couple other people that were nearby. So we all fucking go. And, um, halfway there, I get uh, canceled pretty much. I, they just tell me like, Hey, we don't need you. Um, so I go back and I continue watching this and, um, LAFCO decided that what that judge said doesn't matter. And we're still going to take over this fire department. And as soon as that was said, um, I got a call from my engineer and I went back to the station with our apparatus we pulled everything and all of our vehicles inside, fucking closed the doors, locked the doors. Um, and we were just waiting there and board members started showing up and it was, sorry, I'm losing my breath a little bit, but, um, so we all went inside, fucking closed the doors. We put up, um, like our official statement that we had, like we put them on the windows, blacked them out and pretty much said like, don't come in here unless you have a warrant. And San Diego County Sheriff showed up with a couple of weed cops, which, Get this, there's some people who work for Cal Fire who are peace officers that carry shotguns and handguns and wear body armor, and they're firefighters, just oh, so that's, you know. That's pretty uh, fucking dope, right? Um, wait, yeah. so I just want to, so LAFCO, uh, just for all the listeners out there, LAFCO is, oh, fuck, where'd it go? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Good job. Um, it says the local agency form, formation commission. So it's a government agency. That works on jur- jurisdictional changes of incorporated cities. And uh, when I was first looking this up, when you told me about mm. it, um, it sounded like th- at some point there there was a vote that came in that they tried to change jur- jurisdiction in the area, not from just county, like from the firefighter standpoint, but like literally change. Water districts, everything. Yeah, exactly. In, this, in, in your guys' county. Another thing to mention about Julian too is there's like a couple different neighborhoods and each of these neighborhoods is on their own. Like, so there's like the uh, Kentwood uh, water district, which is like majestic pines water district. Like just a bunch of different water districts owned run by community organizations that deal with water. 
Okay. Uh, and so like this, what it sounds like these guys do, well, it doesn't, it sounds like they do a whole bunch of bullshit, honestly. Like there's no, <laughs> there's no mission. Um, yeah. There's no, it, it, it gives me a services page, but it's just like a surveyor's office. Um, on things that will give the county supervisor who is Diane Jacobs, because she's the head of this board. Um, they just vote on things that make them look better as a politician and give them more money. That's pretty much all LAFCO is. In my and I, I love that this, this LAFCO gets to have more say than a appointed a judge. that voted on something? Yeah. Yeah. And an appointed judge that's supposed to uphold the law. And yeah. aren't government agencies supposed to uphold the law or the verdict of what a judge said? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Do they and sound like the strongmen from the not mafia? <laughs> Dude, it kind of sounds like the so-called constitutional protected um, protection of your rights actually worked with the judge. The judge actually sided with you. It was like, yeah, this is bullshit. Fuck you. Fuck and then you. the government. And then the like, you're like the tyrants just went like, no. Yeah, pretty much. And the judge that voted on this, her name is Judge Randa Trapp. Um, she is part of the uh, Superior Court of San Diego County. So she is like one of the higher judges in San Diego County who said, no, everything is null and void. But LAFCO decided to go and do whatever they wanted regardless. Um, yeah, it, it's fucked up. And um, pretty much, uh, so these weed cops showed up. Um, San Diego County Sheriff showed up. There's a couple of dudes who were like lieutenants. One of them was a fucking asshole i hated this dude's guts um in an unmarked car they showed up and uh they're in full kit they didn't have their rifles out but they're wearing body armor and everything same with the weed cop and a couple of like big wigs from cal fire um and they pretty much came up to the door read everything our uh one of our board members went out and talked to them and they're saying like let us inside we said no fuck off come back with a warrant um well, and, and all right, so real quick, the new board members, they were in support of you guys, correct? Yeah, yeah. So all these previous That's the board big one. Were against us, and then um, all the new board members, they are all for us 100%. Like, they were either former uh, firefighters or current firefighters. Once you become a board member, you can't be a firefighter anymore. Right. Um, or there are people that came from families of firefighters as well. Right. Yeah, I just thought that was important to mention because that was a big switch. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, so we pretty much told them like, Hey, fuck off. You don't have a warrant. Get out of here. And they said, okay. And, um, they left and they hired a private security company to sit outside of our station and fucking watch us 24 seven. Like, Holy fucking the shit. Yeah. The government private hired a private security mercenaries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, and we were fucking, they pretty much fed these poor guys to the sharks when they sent them to this department. Cause like, they're just doing, just doing my job. So they showed up and we fucking like, let me see your identification. Yada, yada. Like we kind of, I feel bad about how we treated these guys. Uh, but they were also in a very like heated, big political thing for this community. Uh, and we like to refer to this like day as the hostile takeover. Um, uh, pretty much is when we told, ah, oh, fuck off. Like, get out of here um, when they're trying to take us over. So they said, okay, that's cool. They went away, hired this private security company. They showed up. We get a call from one of our uh, firefighters said, hey, 
because we didn't have anybody at the uh, station. This is station 56 that we were at. This is the brand new station. Um, and we have another one called station 57, which is the Cuyanaca station. Um, and we got a call from one of our firefighters saying, like, hey, there's a bunch of Cal Fire dudes at the 57 station. We're like, oh, fuck. Um, and turns out they put a ladder up. This is, by the way, this is like privately owned property. They put a ladder up against the building to the second story, broke a window, unlocked the doors, had a locksmith rekey it, and carried everything in that station out. And this is all publicly funded shit. Holy like, shit. Like, they're carrying out people's coffee makers, mugs, like, plates, like, stuff that people from the community donated to us. They're just getting rid of it, you know, throwing it in trash bags, all that shit. Well, and uh, one of the other things I read about this was um, the – so if the vote did go through, the Cal Fire and the county don't even have rights to that station, uh, Station 57, because it, it belonged to if – the, if the station ever got dissolved – by the board members, it would automatically go back to the people that donated the land to the volunteer fire force, which was a Native American tribe, wasn't it? I'm about to touch on that. Um, okay, that my bad. That's a very big point in the whole thing. No worries. Um, but the uh, Station 57 was actually uh, donated by someone else, and there was like a certain clause that was written is like if Station 57 hadn't been staffed in, I think, three months, uh, the county can take it over and make it their own. Um, but we had definitely staffed it. We have records of us staffing it, uh, but they were doing that on the premise of, oh, they haven't staffed it in three months, so we bre we're breaking in. Um, and they rekeyed everything, like put security cameras up, like totally locked us out of this station. Um, and this kind of began the whole, um, like people call it like a sit-in, like from the department. People are calling it like, no, we're just following uh, our um, legal attorney's uh, advice this is a straight up standoff, dude. Like in my opinion, like we weren't armed, but the people outside were armed and they were waiting to pounce. Um, and during this whole thing too, we had so many fucking like absolutely just gems of the community who would bring us, they would come in and cook us breakfast, lunch and dinner. They'd bring us pizzas from a local place. They would just like totally take care of us. Like, Hey, if there's anything you guys need, let us know. Um, and during this whole time too, I forget exactly how long this like standoff was. Um, but it was roughly about like three months, uh, and they shut off all of our dispatch as well, um, because it's the Cal Fire dispatch that we were part of. So they stopped dispatching us to calls, but we still had all of our firefighters showing up for their regularly scheduled shifts. And instead of responding to calls, we were training, we we're doing our chores, fucking cleaning the house, like making sure all of our equipment is good. Like we have these daily checkoff lists that we're supposed to do on each piece of equipment. And we were doing all of those doing training the whole nine yards except for responding to calls. And, um, yeah, uh, we started to like kind of make our stance known politically. Like we're like, Hey, like this is not fucking cool. And, uh, the media started to catch wind of all of it. And, um, there's a couple of them that showed up KUSI news in San Diego. They did a really good report about us. They were actually like very uh, non-biased about it. Um, uh, but getting back to what you're saying about the, the Native Land Conservancy, um, the station that uh, 15, Station 56 was built on, or the land that Station 56 was built on, um, belonged to this lady who had it written in her real, will that when she passes away, all of her land was going to be donated to the Julian Quimaca Fire Department, and we can build our new station on it. Because that was kind of a big thing. It's like, oh, where are we going to put our new station? 
So she was just a doll and gave us this land. And part of her like thing in her will was like, but in order for you guys to get this, you have to burn down my house and train, which was fucking cool. I, I wasn't there for that, but then they did. They burnt her house down and did a bunch of training on it. Like they'd light it up and put it out and light it up and put it out. Uh, That's fucking cool. Yeah. And another clause in her will, because uh, she was aware of the political stuff that was going on with their department. She also said like, if the Julian Queen Mac fire department dissolves this station and the land that the station sits on is going to be donated to the. Yeah. Oh, say that again. Say that. What you, uh, who would get donated to again? The, uh, the Kumeyaay land conservancy um, okay. and a, a local native land management group that, uh, does a lot of stuff with uh, land they do upkeep and things like that. So they they showed up under the pretenses that we were no longer the fire department and they owned all of our shit, but they were also trespassing onto native land, which is sovereign land, which is kind of fucking funny if you think about it, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, a little bit. What the fuck, man? Uh, <laughs> Dude, it's just like, it's like one thing after another. The more it's like, and when we were talking about this, you're like, uh, you're like, I'm going to tell you about it. And it seems kind of serious. But as I go on, it's going to seem like a comedy because it's yeah. just like they keep fucking up and they're really not being held accountable. And it's like, yo, are you fucking serious? Like all these things are in place for oh, yeah. you to not have this. And they try to call us a bunch of conspiracy theorists too. And like Cal Fire, Tony Meacham, who was the, uh, this, uh, fuck, what was his title? He was pretty much like the, uh, the chief of San Diego County area. He pretty much ran San Diego County um, uh, fucking Cal Fire into the fucking ground. Like they almost went bankrupt. They couldn't even buy new lawnmowers for their stations because of all the legal expenses and stuff. Um, I thought there was something else I wanted to mention too. Um, I had some notes, but oh yeah. So another thing that's kind of fucking funny to me was literally the second to last call uh, that we got as a as a fire department. We were all sitting in our day room, which is just like where we hang out after we've done our training and stuff. And I was fucking eating a chicken nugget, and our phone rings, and I'm sure this is very similar in the fucking military. Like, boot, go answer the fucking phone right now. Don't let it ring more than twice. Um, yeah. And I was closest to the phone. I was fucking mid, like, bite of my chicken nugget. I, like, jumped right up, fucking threw the chicken nugget in the trash, spit the rest of it out. Station 56, firefighter so-and-so, how can I help you? Um, <laughs> and it was this lady. She said, hey, this is not an emergency, or this is not, like, a big emergency, but uh, my husband has a, a knife wound on the back of his hand. We're at uh, William High Sea Park. Like, oh, shit. All right, cool. On our way. Um, and we fucking hop in our apparatus, and uh, we Monte Vista's our dispatch. So we radio Monte Vista Station 56, um, call in medical, William Heisey Park, uh, knife wound to the back of the hand, en route currently. Um, and so there's this whole time where we're still responding to calls. For about two years, Cal Fire and San Diego County were responding to the same calls that we were. Another big waste of fucking tax dollars. You're having local volunteer firefighters showing up to calls and then like five minutes later you're having san diego county and cal fire show up to calls it's like you're just fucking wasting gas like absolutely we well and it's um, like you can obviously respond faster you're a local because we know the fucking area another yeah, thing me off is that cal fire rotates people very frequently so you have people who are at the cal fire station who've only been there for a couple of days like oh yeah i'm down in fucking I don't know, el cajon i'm just covering this guy's shift 
okay, cool. You're the fucking engineer. You're supposed to know where you're going. Like they would get lost on so many calls. Like there was at least like three cases that I can name where if we weren't there, we weren't responding. Someone would have died of a heart attack because they got on the way. Um, but yeah, it was fucking ridiculous. So they would, they said that that call, I was literally the motherfucker that answered the phone. They said, Oh, that's a fake call. Even though they showed up on scene and they also treated the patient. They were trying to say that that was a fake call. We're just trying to make up PR. Wow. Like what? No, like no, 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 no. Um, just a bunch of like tactics, like calling us conspiracy theorists, calling us crazy, yada, yada, yada. Um, and pretty much it got to the point where um, we were at the station for three months. And then finally um, our attorney, no, I think actually they convinced the judge, who's a San Diego County judge, by the way, to file a restraining order against all of us. Um, and in order for that restraining order to go through, uh, they would have to actually have names of people who were at the station. Um, so this is kind of going to be my uh, waste of your tax dollars story right here. Oh, they damn. Hired, we haven't done one of those in a minute, too. <laughs> uh, they hired a fucking private company to pretty much go online and stock all of our fucking social media stuff to see who was at the station um, during this time. Uh, and it was fucking stupid, man. Like at this point, you know what? Fuck it. I don't care. Like my name's on this restraining order. If you want to look it up and dox me, like you got to pick my name out of like 20, but, um, they filed my name in there and they also filed my fucking mom who came to bring us people. Oh God. <laughs> like what's she's the a fuck, threat, man? dude. She's an obvious threat. <laughs> to these guys. Um, but that restraining order didn't go through. So, oh, I was going to say, was the restraining order from the Station 56 or from specific people? It was, uh, this, the restraining order was filed to the volunteer firefighter, or filed against the volunteer firefighters by the County of San Diego. So um, what, what does that mean for you guys? Like, I, I obviously it didn't go through, but like, what would that mean? Like, you can't be at the station like or a, you have yeah, to be, be like outside the county? It would be a location uh, restraining order, so we weren't allowed within like I don't know half a mile or not half a mile, but like we weren't allowed on the grounds of Station Fifty Six. Uh, and it would really suck if your mom had to go there for like you know something. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and during this whole thing too, like I worked a fucking full time job, but as soon as I got off my work, I'd go to the station, I'd do my fucking chores there, and I'd hang out with my friends and fucking just do what I would do normally. Well, yeah, that's your family at that point. Definitely. Um, what was the like atmosphere in the town like for the three months during the standoff? Oh, dude, it was, you're wrong. I'm right on either side. Um, yeah, like, that was something I found really interesting was like on that vote that happened, like 56% of the County voted for it going to the County. But this is what, something that we talk about all the time on the show is like, this is just the tyranny of the majority over the minority. I mean, 56 yeah. to what, 44? Yeah. Like, that's a small percentage. And like you said, you lost by 200 votes, and half these votes seem very fucking sketch in the fucking first place. Oh, yeah. And also, another thing, too, is a lot of the people that voted on so they said property owners can vote on this. Um, and a lot of these people enjoying, because it's a vacation place, 
are people who live in Del Mar, people who live in fucking like downtown San Diego. They just own property there. Um, and they're saying that, oh, I would rather have the county provide fire service than the local guys, even though they've never met us. Yeah. Even though they didn't live through the Cedar Fire. Because the Cedar Fire, the only people who were there for our community was the volunteers. Because Cal Fire and San Diego County Fire, they're all busy doing other shit. They didn't fucking, they had people in like the, uh, like on Main Street because they were trying to protect the historical buildings, even though no one lived in them. And they were letting all these community members' houses burn down. They were lighting backfires that burnt down an entire community. They even lit a backfire that killed Stephen Rucker, who's a firefighter. Um, that one's, that's a pretty heavy story too. Like this dude, he's from Santa Barbara and they came down to fight the Cedar fire and they're in San Isabel, which is like another reservation fighting the fire. And, um, he and his crew were battling the fire around this house, trying to save this house or they're like doing the rounds or some shit. And Cal fire ended up lighting a backfire that burnt up to them. And Stephen Rucker sent all of his guys into this house and got onto his, uh, his tanker or his fucking um i can't remember if it was a tanker or not but anyways he pretty much just doused this house um and saved his guy's life while doing it and lost his um it's it's a pretty gnarly story and it took until 2007 granted this happened in 2000 it took until 2007 for cal fire to actually say that it was one of their backfires that killed him they were just trying to let the whole thing die down before they actually said who's responsible. Yeah, of course, man. Dude, that's like fucking the Pat Tillman story, dude. I swear to God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But uh, hold on. I'm going to pull up this Stephen Rucker thing. Wait, uh, do you have uh, – what else? All right, so after the uh, restraining order, sorry, we were right there. I'll bring up Stephen Rucker. I just pulled him up. But I want to talk about that too because I think that's important. Yeah. Um, so with this restraining order, it didn't pass. Um and also at this same time too, like this is probably like halfway through the three months where we were at the station. Um, like their, um, their like private security company across the street to watch us because they're tired of getting harassed. Um, and, uh, also too, I forgot to mention this, the first night where we pretty much told the County to fuck off and come back with a warrant. Um, we had some like cheap Bushnell night vision goggles. So we we're just going outside to see, see if we can find anything. And I'm not a fucking fool. I know what IR feedback looks like. And I saw some goddamn IR feedback on a hill that's like half a mile away. So I'm pretty sure they had people like posted watching us like through the night. Um, just fucking crazy. But um, yeah, eventually um, with all this court going on, um, like they finally, because she worked for the county, they finally got Rhonda Trapp to like cape them, um, and they filed a restraining order against the firefighters, which was granted. It was pretty much all JCFPD, um, and they kicked us. We left. We were like, okay, you guys have legal papers, we're gonna leave, uh, and we actually left. And they pretty much changed all the locks on the doors and everything, um, and the station sat with the light. This pissed off a lot of people in the community. They, they let the station sit for about like two months with all the lights on in the building, in the fucking apparatus bay. And these are big fucking lights. We had some stadium lights in our parking lot too, which are left on. So like, who knows how much money that was right there um, for a station that doesn't have anybody. Hey, you're cutting out. Uh, there you go. Now? 
Yeah, yeah. better now. Um, did you guys hear everything I just said or no? No, the no, stadium no, no. lights was the last thing we heard. Okay, yeah, stadium lights were left on, and who knows how much that fucking cost? Yeah, uh, in electrical bills. Um, and then about a month or two after the fact, which is like probably I can't guess what day that was uh, or what month, but um, we got a call from whatever or our, my chief got a call from one of his friends who works in Cal Fire saying like, Hey, they are about to send up a bunch of tow trucks and they're going to tow away all of your apparatus. Um, and before we left, we made sure we packed those, we fit 11 apparatus in a four apparatus bay. Um, and apparatus is pretty much like fire engines, rescues, ambulances, stuff like that. We just, that's another term that we fucking, we have a lot of weird terms in the fire service. Um, but yeah, so we packed uh, three fire engines, uh, two heavy rescues, uh, one ambulance, and like five fucking like uh, battalion chief cars and shit like that into a four vehicle. Like it was, and we left all the lights on too on purpose. Because um, <laughs> when they were to go to try to get them out, because we knew they would eventually, um, they'd have to jump everything. Um, and that's a pain in the ass to jump all those things. Um, but anyways, I heard, I got wind that, Hey, they're starting to tow away all of our equipment. And if you know anything about towing any fucking thing, if it's all wheel drive, you got to put it on flatbed or put it on dollies. Um, that's another thing too. All the stuff that they were going to replace us with was all two wheel drive equipment in a fucking mountain town that gets snow and half <laughs> the our community lived on dirt roads. Um, that sounds and, smart. Yeah. And they were going to, so we had about anywhere from six to 12 people on shift 24 seven. They were going to replace us with four people for a community of 3000. Seems sufficient, right? Um, Jesus Christ. It's ridiculous. And all these promises that they made, they still have not really like a big majority of these promises. They have not kept up. Um, yeah, so like, what's it, what's it like now? Or how did you end up leaving it? Did you guys, did you just like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm done. Yeah. We said pretty much, this is your problem now. We're still going to deal with it in the court system. Um, and it, it's actually still ongoing in the courts and it's been, yeah. it's been more than a year. Um, I haven't really heard much from like stuff lately. Um, I have heard that the, uh, county, has started they abandoned their station which is uh, cal fire station 50 and moved into station 56 on Cuyamaca or on uh kumiai land which, which is illegal so I, I don't know if they um started leasing the property from the kumiai because the oh. kumiai opened to doing that but they were not willing to let them just trespass right so i don't know if they worked it out with the kumiai or not i kind of since i moved out of california i was like uh I only want to hear about this when this is done. Cause like, it was a very rough time. shit show. Yeah. It was just fucking like getting mad, even though you know, you're going to get mad. Uh, yeah. Stupid. So it was, you'd say hard for you, BJ. Yeah, it was pretty hard. And yeah, I don't know. It was just, it was a rough time. And I said, you know what? Like I'm done. I was already planning on leaving California and I was kind of like this final, like, you know what? fuck this goddamn place um and i'm living in colorado and life is fucking great now that's awesome dude well i'm glad i'm glad at least that like kind of made 
life is BJ easy, man. Like that's, it's yeah. important. And I, we will get to, um, Mr. Uh, fuck, where's his name at? Rucker. Stephen yeah. Rucker. Yeah. Stephen Rucker. Cause I have his story pulled up, but I, I think it's real. I, we wanted to have you on because well, when you shot me the message, it just goes to show, I mean, first off the, what we talk about all the time, tyranny of the majority over the minority. Oh, yeah. um, the difference between um, local community protecting their own compared to an outside entity trying to impose their will just to get their policy and their ideas around a small community. That sounds very, very similar to the Middle East, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. No wow. shit, right? Uh, but it, but it, it's true. It's like... Um, you you get to a certain point, especially. I mean, you're you're a volunteer. You're volunteer firefighters. Like, yeah, you, we're doing this out of the good fucking will of our hearts. Yeah, we want to help our community because we know we can do better than the county. Exactly. Like, trying to get us the fuck out of there. And it sounds like you were doing better than the county because, uh, I mean, they created a backfire that killed Captain Steve Rucker. Yeah. This was this was way before um, what happened, but right, um, it it is. This happened in two thousand five, the Cedarville fire. But uh, or yeah. when this article was posted, it was two thousand five. But it it's, it it goes to the same thing where it's like, all right, you have these communities that want to protect their own communities and say that they can protect their own community, and then you're just gonna say, no, they're not allowed to. Like, what's what what? First off, what basis does an outside entity have doing that? Yeah. And then there's actually, and then there was actually a good piece of legal legislation that actually pr- protected the rights of that community and uh-huh. the government. Especially, I mean, I'm from New York, man. So like, I'm from I'm from upstate New York. I grew up in a town of three thousand people, bro. I mm-hmm. had a volunteer fire department. Like, we lived the same life on opposite coasts. Um, yeah, definitely. But like, yeah, and the thing too to mention about this place too is like, I had only lived in this community. I only lived in Julian for about two and a half years. And when I was a firefighter there, I made such strong bonds with people in the community. Like I was willing to die in a house fire to save the fucking my neighbor. Yeah. I you know them all. They're all your friends. Yeah, exactly. Like, and I don't know. It's just, and there's been another sad thing to mention too, is there's been not like official reports, but there has been a couple instances where people have died because they didn't get there fast enough. There's a heart attack in Winola. Um, that was one of the volunteers, a neighbor. And they fucking passed away because they didn't get there in time. And if it was us, they took them, they got lost on the way there. And if it was us, we would have been there on time. Um, I don't know if we would have been in time to save this person's life, but we wouldn't have gotten lost. And that's the difference between life and death right there, honestly. Exactly. Time, time is the most important part, especially in things like heart attacks or um, bleeding out or, you know, any of those. Another big one too. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's like, so I worked as a security guard at a uh, old folks home when I first got out of them. Well, I guess a couple years after I got out of the military, but all I did was respond to their emergency, emergency calls inside the building. And then I would call the fire department because the fire department always responds faster than um, police or fucking uh, EMTs. EMTs will get called too, but fire department first. So, um, yeah. Yeah, if I didn't have those guys, like there's only so much I can do and there was only so much I was allowed to do as a security guard. I have uh-huh. all my EMT training and obviously I had mil- 
my own military background and things like that. Yeah, but that yeah, things like that. You know, they're very basic. Uh, I can keep you alive. I can't fucking bring you yeah, back to life. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to fucking save somebody, but I can keep you alive until somebody that's way more well-versed in things like that. But, um, yeah, if you can't like, luckily, uh, so I was in Scottsdale, Arizona and the Scottsdale fire department would, and they're obviously, it's a big city. So it's obviously, uh, the state kind of runs basically all the, or the County kind of runs all the fire departments in, um, Maricopa County, which is the Phoenix greater area. But in Scottsdale, they have, well, it's like a rich area. So they have their own community like firefighters that are most of them are born and raised in Scottsdale and they just wanted to become firefighters and they're mm-hmm. damn good at their fucking jobs. Yeah. And that's what it's important. And that's what we talk about all the time too, is like communities have to come together and do these things and they do do these things. It's mm-hmm. not like it's some crazy idea. I know when you're trying to get over it, <laughs> when you, when you have a community solve an issue, it actually solves the community's fucking yeah. issue oh, yeah. because everybody community. knows each other. Everybody has an invested yeah fucking an invested fucking choice in this matter like take care of her yeah like when you have something like a fucking state government or like a larger county especially san diego county san diego county is fucking huge huge. it's fucking huge like they're not they're not going to give the service that a fucking actual community fire department will 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 give yeah like it yeah you don't actually have the the right incentives in place to create the service. Um, but yeah, so no, it's just like I've dealt, I grew up with the same, I grew up with fucking corrupt state fucking government, like New York state government. You grew up with fucking California. Yeah, dude, that shit, like everything you said, like I was like, oh, that's fucking shitty, but it was like not yeah. surprising at all, especially for San Diego County. Like oh, it was just like, oh. Thing, is that the sheriffs that were there in full kit, except for the lieutenant that was there, there was like two or three sheriffs that were there. Um, they were all community. They were people like, see, uh, California Highway Patrol was there as well. Or they had not like they're there, but they were also on call that we were. Like, these are people I go on calls. Oh, hey, what's up, John? How you fucking doing today? Like, they're yeah. necessarily brothers, but like, we take care of each other, we look after each other. And then to see one of these local sheriffs that you've been on call with numerous times, you know, his fucking kids, you like, shit like that. And then they're there to try to seize property that belongs to his community. I don't know. Like that's kind of turncoat by opinion. Hey guys, if you enjoy the show and get a lot out of it, consider supporting us at patreon.com slash biting the bullet. There's a $2, $2 level on there that if a quarter of you did, we could get drunk on beer. We could get beer for the next week. If half of you did, we could get hookers and blow for the Boogaloo Boys each month. So consider donating to us at patreon.com slash biting the bullet. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thought, did you, lose, did you lose a lot of friends in over this dispute, like in your community, would you say? Decent amount, yeah. Um, like I was kind of the point, like one of my best friends, Grandpa, he was just extremely anti-fucking JCFPD. But that's only because San Diego Union Tribune, they had a big hard-on for Cal Fire. Same with uh, most other media outlets because if they don't have a good relationship with Cal Fire, guess who's not going to let them report behind the fire lines? Yeah, that makes but sense. Cal Fire. 
So they have to be on their side. And there was actually a reporter that spoke out um, and said, like, yeah, they threatened me. If I was going to report good things about you, that I wouldn't be able to cover good buyer coverage anymore, um, which is just absolutely ridiculous. Um, and we ha- we did have a couple of news uh, like comp- or news uh, fucking outlets on our side. Um, North County Magazine was really good. Um, they had a very good non-bias. They took both sides into account very well, and wrote good fucking articles. You should if you're looking into this. There's a lot to read on uh, North County Times, um, but check them out. They have some good articles. They've also published a couple pictures of mine on there, especially from when they were starting to take away a lot of our equipment and tow it away. I mentioned that, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, that was going to be another, like, tax dollars. Because they started towing away um, – I, I, I said the ambulance. I didn't get into the rest of it. They towed away our ambulance um, on a, a wheel lift, which the two rear tires are on the ground and the two front tires are in the air uh, on the, the wheel lift. And it is an all-wheel – or it's a four-wheel drive vehicle – Brand fucking new, like it was a 2018 uh, Dodge Ram 3500 Cummins, brand new ambulance that they po- they probably definitely destroyed the uh, the transfer case by doing that. Um, they brought in like four or five different flatbed trucks, um, like heavy, like for towing semis and shit like that. And they towed away all of our engines. They brought in a bunch of flatbeds and towed away every single piece of equipment. And then they also agged up all of our shit because um, there was still stuff that was left in the, the station. Like there was um, like TVs, refrigerators, um, microwave, uh, like clothes, personal belongings that were still in the station. And they threw it all in the trash. Um, they told, they were telling us like, yeah, just uh, talk to Stone Throw and We'll, uh, we'll send a, um, a Cal Fire guy down and uh, they'll go into the station with you so you can retrieve your belongings before that can even happen and do it all away so that they can move into the station and start responding. Which is... Yeah, it's sickening. How does... Uh, uh, do you know how the people in the community react to the Cal Fire station in the community now? It's still very split. Um, it's like... Um, I'd say probably the people that voted in the beginning are still on their, the side that they voted towards. Um, like the people in JCFPD, we are fucking fighters and we will keep fighting. Um, and anything that's even out of line and the slightest, we'll call it out. Um, and then people on the other side will just call us crazy. You're making shit up, yada, 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 and so on and so on. It actually got to the point. We had this like uh, Facebook group <laughs> where anyone who talked about the fire department got banned in this group because it, people were just sick of hearing about it. Like for, for probably like six months, it was just everything you saw on this page. And it was like 2000 people in there. Um, it's called Julian connection. If any guys want to go look it up and go through all this shit, cause there's a lot of stuff in there, but yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy. Um, and it's still extremely divided. Um, it, it really did broke, break up this community. Like there's people, that aren't going to the same churches they used to go to because they didn't want to see the faces of people on the other side. That's All just crazy. because of some fucking county intervention. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's fucking intense. And I mean, I appreciate you like sharing the story with us, but uh, that's fucking, it just, you know, stuff like that just pisses you off. It's that, it's that low level government corruption 
that mm-hmm. never makes fucking news, but just like completely ruins the standard of living and is like one of those like death by a thousand cuts fucking moves that just yeah like expand a more centralized government authority. Yeah, it's yeah. never like some super corrupt thing. It's always a bunch of small things that yeah. lead up to it. It's not really provable. Like there's no actual proof to prove that yeah. and all these things we think. That thing is it's like, it's, it's like shit about like the EPA. Like all yeah. fucking like if you actually go and look up shit the EPA does, you'll fucking you'll spend hours just becoming <laughs> more and more anarchist. Like it just fucking <laughs> keeps going. But you never hear about it. Maybe yeah, before- maybe once in a fucking great while they'll fuck up real big yeah against a like big enough group of people that yeah. it'll get like 10 minutes news coverage on like a fucking ron paul liberty report or something like not yeah. any fucking cnn yeah yeah and the crazy part is too like it's stuff like this that leads people to go out and start welding armor onto their fucking bulldozer and <laughs> yeah 100%. and did you see they're making a, mo- a documentary or a movie about that? It, it just came out on Friday. Uh, I heard oh. it's very and non-biased, um, which I have to check it out. But um, Oh, really? They said it's non-biased? From what I heard, yeah. From what oh, I heard. I, I hope so, because like, the fucking trailer makes it look like this guy's a fucking insane yeah. person. Man, dude, you start thinking about doing some shit like that. I don't care if you're in the moral right or not. You're gonna be looking like some insane motherfucker. Dude. Oh, yeah. I, I guess. I'm not but. saying I'm not saying I'm doing any of this shit, but it's things like this that inspire people to go out and do that type of stuff. Yeah. And it's like this, like big government fucking over the little guy and telling him like, "Hey, you have no fucking right. Unless you want to die in court, you're gonna fucking lose." Yeah, um, yeah. they'll just keep the, they'll just keep the lawsuit going for fucking ever. Like yeah. that's oh, all yeah, they'll dude. do. Like, yeah, and they kept appealing certain things just to drag it out. That's why it's taken a year. This this could have been said and done in two months. This whole yeah. like, court system thing, but they keep appealing and just dragging it the fuck on. No, they drag it out because at the end of the day, no, it's gonna make it, us the, all the money. Eventually, you'll either give up or <laughs> fucking you'll forget we'll about it. Yeah, um, yeah, it's it's fucking crazy, man. And this this whole situation is what turned me from the fucking bootlicker fed boy status that i was into the like i'm i'm not a, totally an anarchist yet like there's still certain things i like, feel you bro but <laughs> um it, it's definitely changed it, it i can say it 100 turned me into a libertarian um just seeing how fucked it was i always thought like oh yeah government's corrupt da, 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 da. But i was like no government is like legitimately totally fucking corrupt and they'll fucking shoot your dog and not give us <laughs> like oh, uh, uh, actually a hornburger said it really good they'll napalm your fucking kids like <laughs> they'll fucking they don't give a fuck yeah. they'll napalm their kid your kids and then go hug theirs they don't care. oh yeah for sure yeah and i don't know still your it's, fire department <laughs> steal your fire department steal your equipment and kill people while doing it yeah well and that's a that's that's the other thing where you said uh where you're like, that's what that's what changed, that's what put you down this path. That's what made you a libertarian. Libertarian, but it's like everybody becomes a libertarian. It just depends on 
what government entity makes them a libertarian. You know what I mean? Like, is it going to be the IRS, the EPA, the DOJ? <laughs> they got it all, dude. All that boils down to is, well, am I going to fly a jet into the IRS building? Am I going to fucking take my bulldozer welded up with armor and tear down all the fucking politicians' homes in my community? Am I just going to rage against anonymous <laughs> sub hundred account followers on fucking Twitter? <laughs> all my rage and hate. That's what. That's grow my jalapenos. That's uh, that's where I'm at. But yeah, dude. I, yeah, I just think it's it's just fucking crazy. It's just a crazy story. And if I could go back, and if I could do that whole standoff thing again, it ended very differently. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm hopping down a rabbit hole. I shouldn't. No, be man, dude. Fucking hindsight, <laughs> hindsight's always a hindsight's <laughs> always a bitch, dude. You can't focus on shit like that. You did what you no. did. You guys fucking stood up with your nuts out, like. Yeah. No, you I'm were fucking. You were sw- you were swinging dicks, man. You guys did. You guys did everything you could, and I I, I think you fought you, you fought hard. Like don't 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 think down on yourself about that shit. Yeah. Like you were facing like you were getting no coverage. You were facing a monstrosity. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you did. You basically. I mean, look at you. You fucking. You packed up and then you went to a Colorado rally and met a bunch of fucking dope ass dudes. Like <laughs> fucking yeah. Like obscure rifles. No, one thing I can say is moving to Colorado from California is probably the best fucking thing I've done with my life so far. Like I'm <laughs> one, depending on who you ask. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely a, a very good move for me because first off, dude, fucking gas. I, the other day, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a working man's first concern right there. Cent, man, 175. Julian, gasoline was $4.50 when I left. There's only one gas station in the town, and it was almost fucking $5. And I kept telling myself, you know, if gasoline never gets to $5, I'm moving out of this fucking state. I moved out before I even got to 5 bucks. I was so done with the shit. It was, oh. That's why you left. <laughs> Dude, I drive a lifted Jeep, man. I get, like, fucking – oh, this is another thing. I get, like – in California, I got around, like, 11, 10 to 11 miles to the gallon. This Jeep's my daily driver, by the way. I moved the second I crossed into Arizona. Um, it was in fuck, where was that? I forget where it was, but it was like some town, like fifty miles outside of Phoenix. Gas there. Uh, I filled up my tank, and instantly I got four miles to the gallon. Towing a fucking trailer, yeah. like the gas in California. I don't know. It's all the additives and bullshit they have makes your cars less efficient. Even though they're saying, oh, gasoline is da-da-da-da-da and all this pollution. It's like, well, you guys are making people more burn more gas than they should be by fucking, I don't know. It was stupid, but yeah, man. Life's great in Colorado. Allegedly, when I crossed the line, I no longer had like six felonies. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. (laughs) That's fucking hilarious. Allegedly. Dude, I mean, I'm 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 the same way, man. I grew up in I grew up in New York State. I was yeah. stationed in fucking California, and now I live in Arizona. I'm just like, oh, I thought you're loving life. Uh, I like, dude, I walked into a gun store when I first got here, and I I just felt like a little fucking kid in the candy shop. Dude, dude. right? Like my gun California. stores were like these rickety, beat up fucking places with like a bunch of Millsurp shit that was like beat up and sporterized. 
And then like I walk into an AZ gun sh- like uh, gun store and it's like Wild West baby walls with like scars and fucking barracks. Okay, on the here's wall. our NFA items. Here's our suppressor table. Here's our fucking. <laughs> <laughs> They're legal in other states. What the fuck? Yeah, no, it's great. Uh, I can't wait till I get to our uh, residency out here and I can start buying shit. It's gonna. Oh, I'm gonna spend so much money. Yeah, yeah, you do. <laughs> It pleases the crown. Pleases the crown. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I think that's a great place to stop. I, I well, actually, I want to bring up the uh, Steve Rucker, Captain Steve Rucker, um, real quick. So this is from, I'll put it in our show notes, but it's uh, firefightercloscalls.com, and it's called Home of the Secret List, and it's got the uh, backfire killed Novato, California Fire Department Captain Steve Rucker. And uh, it says the report says CDF pairs set ablaze to save homes, but failed to notify the other crews. Um, so on this uh, press uh, document dated May 29, 2005, the South Carolina firestorm that trapped and killed an Afado firefighter was caused by a backfire set by state firefighters who weren't communicating with nearby crews, according to a state investigation. Um, on October 29, 2003, backfire roared up a hillside and surprised a four-man engine crew from Novato, trapping them as it converged with the main fire nearby. Three of the firefighters escaped with injuries, but Stephen Rucker died. The crew was battling the Cedar Fire, when in a series of wildland fires that blackened 750,000 acres, killed 20 people, and destroyed more than 3,500 homes from across Southern California. The 81 and page investigative report released earlier this month describes backfires set by an aggressive pair of California Department of Forestry firefighters that may have contributed to Rucker's death. Man, report, fuck you. Yeah. The report details that Novato's crew's desperate attempt to take refuge in a house, um, gear and protective clothing were burning off the last two men as they fled from the engine 6162 toward the home in the rural San Diego County town of Winola. Oh, Winola. My bad. <clears throat> Yeah. Um, There's a quote. It says, uh, our folks were not expecting the fire to come from that direction. Novato Fire Chief Jeff Meston said they had their eyes on the main fire. We think the backfire was the main factor to the entrapment. The report reveals new details about the incident, describing how Rucker became disoriented moments before his death, perhaps after inhaling superheated gas or from carbon monoxide poisoning. The backfires were lit by CDF captain John Child and firefighter engineer Isaac Sanchez, who were working along a country road in an independent attempt to make fire breaks to save nearby homes, the report said. But the backfires roared up to the homes and cut off escape routes for three crews at different homes, including the Novato engine crew. Jesus fuck. That's yeah, insane. Well, that dude's a fucking hero. Um, was Steven Rucker. He had a wife and two kids as well who I forget exactly, but I think his son was around like the age of eight and his daughter was like 13. So that's like, a very rough time to lose your father. Um, like old and, enough to remember, but not old enough and like not mature enough to fucking really deal with it in a healthy yeah. way. And um, I think this was a big contribution towards it, but um, the Cedar fire in general, because it was handled so poorly by Cal fire um, is the reason why, because you mentioned CDF, which is California <laughs> department of forestry. That was CD, uh, Cal Fire before they changed their name. They changed their name so that they can rub off some of the bad PR that they got. Right. Uh, and um, pretty much when the, C- the Cedar Fire started because there was a hunter who 
like got lost or some shit and he lit a signal fire at night to try to like have people find him and they got reports of this fire and they said, ah, oh, we'll deal with it in the morning. Next thing you know, it's the largest fire in the state of California's history until the Paradise Fire. Or sorry, until it was the most destructive and largest fire until the Montesino Complex Fire, which is the largest, and then the Paradise Fire, which was the most destructive. That's insane. Yeah. That's really sad, man. That sucks. Yeah. Lisa's family got a folded sky cloth and a triangle, though. That's good. Yeah. That's what our friends got, right? Yeah. yeah. But that shit makes it yeah, better. Yeah, dude. That shit's fucking... That's rough. Uh, yeah, that. I, I mean, final thoughts. Sad. Yeah, you guys got any 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 questions for BJ over here? I mean, I you you fucking explained that beautifully, man. Um, honestly, I hope uh, I hope this podcast gets you out, gets this story out there, gets people talking about it, gets people knowing the nature of yeah the nature of government, really, the nature of power of other people. Like it stops it stops becoming it stops becoming representation of you, and it starts becoming just power. That's all it is. They just wanted that land. They wanted a jurisdiction. It makes them look bigger. It looks, it makes them look better. They wanted the tax dollars that would come from it too. Yeah. hundred percent. Like there's no fucking, they don't give a fuck about the actual fucking people. And they've, yeah. they've shown it multiple times. Like to be, to be as petty as to fucking waste, not only tax dollars, but resources. You wasted another fire department's resources to respond to shit just to be petty. The fuck with you. We're gonna sell all of our equipment too. We had over like four million dollars in like firefighting equipment. They're gonna just sell it for pennies on the dollar auction too. Oh yeah, and your shit was better and actually used for yeah. the fucking area instead of their fucking bullshit. Yeah. Um, They'll just steal rough, more next but, year. It's okay. Dude, thank you, thank you so much for for contacting yeah. contacting no, I, Luke and, and coming on. This was, I mean, I want to say I hope it's eye opening for some people that listen yeah. to this and. Yeah, yeah. If, I if appreciate I man. To like say to the listeners is like, please go out there and do some research about the Julian Queen Mac Fire Department and like see, like go on Facebook, look at our posts. We have a Facebook page that's still active. Like go and look at all the good we're doing to our community still. Because um, like we're still helping people even though we're not an official fire department. Um, and just do your research and look at it and look how bad we got fucked over. Um, yeah, it's just it's insane. Yeah, man, when uh, when you reached out to us, like I I didn't hear anything about it. I, I had no idea nothing about it. Nothing, no, nothing it in the only, news anywhere. Nothing. It was only local news agencies. It didn't make it outside of San Diego County, except for two articles uh, that were reposted from the San Diego Union Tribune. Yeah, that uh that. <laughs> that Facebook page you sent me on Instagram, is that the one that you are, keep referring to? Um, was it? I think I might have sent you the one from our director. Um, it's like board director Eva Hat. Um, she has a really great video where she explains a lot of this. Yeah, that's the one. Uh-huh, yeah. Um, so uh, so that, is that a good one to post or is there another one that I should post? There's another one. I'll send you the link to our, face, our main Facebook page, but also go yeah. ahead and link because she gives a very good explanation about what happened. She actually had notes about this shit. So yeah, no, you're fine, dude. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll definitely I'll link both of those in our show notes so everybody can get a get a good glimpse of that too. And then uh, obviously they'll listen to the show. And dude, you you explained it very well. And I you didn't leave a lot of questions, so it's not. <laughs> it's yeah, more, it's, it's more like this is gonna. I feel like for a lot of our listeners, at least, it'll be able. It's like another. It's another round in the chamber. Like 
you know, like, hey, all right, so you don't think cops are bad, but let me show you about this fire department that got fucked over, or you know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's it's just another argument that we have. So mm -hmm. it's really important. Type, you got any last thoughts? Uh, no, I just want to say thanks for coming on, man. I I hope it works out for the Julian community, and I hope they come to some resolution, whatever it may be. Um, yeah. And uh, but yeah, keep doing what you're doing, and uh, thanks for coming on. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. And, and thanks again for letting me share the story. Cause like I said, it's only been local things like no one across the nation's really heard it. And for the longest time we were told like, don't talk to the media about it, but I'm just tired of it not being known about. So yeah, exactly. And it, honestly, it, sometimes you need people like that, but bro, we don't, we don't count as the media. You're still good, dude. We're fucking Four more people know about this. Four more people. Four more people. Three of them are a host. Oh, yeah. I was like, one's the ghost host. Like <laughs> fucking don't get sitting here writing the notes. It's like these motherfuckers. I'll get them. <laughs> but yeah, dude. Uh, and then, uh, when you, uh, when you guys get those, uh, Colorado mongoose patches, uh, you gotta let me oh, know. Dude. For sure, yeah. yeah uh, we'll send a couple of them your guys' way. Yeah, definitely, man. That'd be fucking dope. And then, uh, if you so, guys ever find yourselves well, out there in Colorado, fucking hit me up because, man, my boys will show you a good time. Oh, definitely, nice. man. Oh, definitely. Hope a typo. Maybe there's an axe tournament in Colorado here soon. We can. Ooh, put let's out there. go. There's all kinds of hipster shit out here like that, so I'm. <laughs> Hey, it's not a hipster. <laughs> it's cool, and I have a good time. Uh, but yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, definitely. And then, uh, so I'm just gonna give like our our synopsis, or not synopsis, but uh, some uh, what is it? Fucking housekeeping Doing, stuff, right, I guess. Yeah, housekeeping, right? right? Um, yeah, housekeeping. We'll do house. We'll do. We'll go with that one. So by the time, wait, are are we releasing this Wednesday or are we releasing this Sunday? We're releasing this whenever you choose to fucking finish All editing right. and releasing Whatever. it. Right, cool. <laughs> I'll, I'll figure that out. So either by the time, well, regardless, uh, by the time you hear this, we'll have our patches in hand finally. Fucking finally. Um, so we have some pretty dope biting the bullet mongoose hatches or patches. And uh, those should be here this week. Uh, March 2nd. So some, well, it should be sometime here this week, the week of March 2nd, Monday, but, um, those are going to be in. So I need all of the fucking, the 25 that I read off. I'm going to, we're going to, I got to re-listen to the 46 now. I know, but the 25 that we read off, those 25 are definitely getting patches. And then all the $10 fucking, um, five and $10, right? Is that what we said? Five and $10. Yeah. All the five and ten dollar fucking Patreons are getting patches. Um, the two dollar ones, you guys suck. Give us three more dollars. <laughs> <laughs> get fucked, nerd. <laughs> You'll get to wear my patch. Fuck you. <laughs> We're gonna get. We are. We are. We are gonna get more too. Like as about time, and then the uh, all of our Patreon subscribers. I think we talked about it. We'll, we'll keep fucking. That's, fucking little that's how I judge our it. fans, dude. If I see a fan, he's like, I'm only a tier one subscriber. Get, like, get your poor ass away from me. <laughs> <laughs> fucking peasant. Tier, tier two, you get a patch. I like you. We'll have a conversation. That's about it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you came on the show. You get a patch, bud. Oh, yeah. fuck it. Yeah. 
<laughs> but uh, and you and you guys are sending us patches, so I feel like we gotta it's send you patches. That's yeah. just yeah. capitalism, bitch. It, motherfucker. <laughs> I told, motherfucker. I told you a story. Give me fucking patches. <laughs> um, but yeah, so and then we're also gonna be. I think uh, for all the like, we're gonna put out our PayPal um, for all those people that don't want to subscribe. You can uh, you know send us a donation or whatever. Vets against gov.com or at gmail.com. Yeah. So if you want to find our PayPal, it's vets against gov at gmail.com. We are um, so on a fucking watch list. Yeah, we're definitely on a watch well, list. I, I definitely got myself on. If I'm not already on a bunch, I already got, I just got myself on quite a few. By, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude. Go by association, bro. You You're welcome, us. bud. <laughs> Gonna get that hellfire strike. But we're also. <laughs> All I gotta say is send bachelors heavily armed. Hell yeah, that's the fuck. I we need a patch that says that. Send yeah. bachelors. <laughs> we'll, we'll make some shit. We'll make yeah. some. Hey, Bloody Revolution is a fucking graphic designer. I can always hoard his ass too. Yeah, so. exactly. But um, so for the patches, we're we're getting three hundred. Um, we're setting a few aside for Childerberg, uh, to give out. But um, we're also gonna be selling them. I don't know the price. That'll go on our Patreon and our Twitters eventually when we. Try and keep you cut, out, decent... you cut out. You cut out for the last like five seconds. Oh, sick! What was the last thing you heard? Oh, uh, you're gonna sell the patches at a price, yeah. but we don't know yet. Yeah, so we don't know what they are, but when we figure it out, we'll let you know. That's all I said. But yeah, um, I'm at Keep It Real Luke on Twitter and at Keep It Real Luke on Instagram. Our boy, fucking BJ, fucking hard dick over here is uh, at Boogaloo Jukebox on Instagram. Uh, I'm sure we'll convince him to get on Twitter eventually. Uh, get on Twitter, bro. <laughs> no, I make Twitter. I'll make Twitter Twitter entertaining for you. Trust me. I got okay. you. I, but, uh, yeah, I think dude, fucking know the right people to follow yet. I've so. been trolling. I've been trolling a religious personnel fucking uh, Navy <laughs> guy for the last like three days. Fucking oh, got yeah. that bitch. <laughs> get on Twitter, follow at the real typo, and that's all you need to do. That's fucking it. Don't follow typo, dude. The fucking more people like our podcast than like typo. But more, more people have fun following me than following the podcast. Yeah, more more you guys will have fun following my fucking pictures on Instagram at the Boogaloo Jukebox. <laughs> there it is. Um, Jared, you want to go ahead and throw your shit out there? Yeah, um, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at the mongoose0861. Um, and uh, I don't know, man. Just uh, sitting here, <laughs> setting fire to the blunt of a lawable opinion. Yeah, Hashtag not a militia, dude. Hashtag, Hashtag stay fucking frosty, boys. Hashtag fuck Cal Fire. Just got to throw that in. Hell yeah. I'll, 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 fucking, I'll tag that shit in the show, too. Morgan Mindset, dude. Hashtag Morgan Mindset. Morgan Mindset. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks for coming on, bro. Yeah, thanks for having me.